previously on Roll for Initiative. After Leon caught up with the party while they were recovering from a short fight with a group of wild boars, our adventurers finished their short trek to Roland Dreambraid's favorite camping spot and begun to investigate his disappearance. While they learned what happened to him, the search of the grounds proved less than helpful in determining where to go to find him or any of their other missing relatives. Deciding it was time for some food, the group returned to Swinemouth. Leon, after taking a liking to Rosaline, offered to help her in the kitchen while the others each went their own ways. After a night full of emotional triumph and heartbreak, we find the Keepers along with Jaeger, up bright and early the next morning in preparation for a day spent scouting the Swinemouth Armory in this week's episode of Roll for Initiative. You all wake up uh, the following morning. Zara wakes up on the rooftop. Being a skilled rooftop slash tree sleeper, she has had no problem actually staying on the rooftop and is nowhere near falling off. Leon wakes up. Are you going to be a very early riser on this morning? I will say that nothing like <laughs> super sexual happened oh. yeah, in, yeah. In, in that evening. But you did share a bed with a cute woman. Are you going to be like... Up with the morning sun, as most farmers are, or are you a little bit, like, groggier and slower to get out of bed this morning? I'll be up, but that doesn't mean I get out of bed. <laughs> oh, okay. So you wake up as soon as the sun is there and you just stare at the ceiling. Yeah, like that. Pretend to, pretend to be sleeping. You know. Right. Um, what's Some, up, Zimner? Something's an early riser. And it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's not Leon! Okay. Um, Let's talk about the sun. And this morning Converse. it was actually Zimner that was the early riser. Um, Why? I don't know. Because you're awake. You got lots of extra hours of sleep. Okay. Um, so Zimner, who has gotten rid of that point of exhaustion that's been so pesky for him, um, it's a good thing you don't have it today either, since you know it might be base scout base day. Zimner is. Instead, he didn't sleep and has an extra point. Yeah, no. <laughs> Zimner is awake uh, bright and early in the morning like normal. Aryan also awake, but I don't know that Aryan's left his room. I think he's more just sitting on the foot of the bed, stewing and holding his hand. Well, I think it's hard to, for him to just like, oh, he's just exhausted. Right. He's just. I think he's laying down still, um, but awake. Just fuck whatever the hell happened yesterday. And all of you here from. The stairwell. All right, where's the fuck is everyone at? <laughs> oh, God, I'm too hungover for this. Collective groan. <laughs> oh, my. We're still in our beds, Diego. Oh, I'm right here. Yes. Yeah, and I think um, after hearing, like, the yell... Does she Leon, wake up? No, does she wake up? Well, here's what Leon is witnessing. Yeah. Um, Rosaline, who is... Also kind of in, like, that pseudo-awake state, but not totally awake. Um, she goes, I'm so tired of this guy. I, he's been here a day, and I'm, I'm ready for him to be out of here. I'll, I'll take care of him for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awful sweet of you. And she's just whispering that and looking at you kind of... Like, sheepishly, like, she realizes now she's now spent the night in bed with a man that she met yesterday. Which is a little bit off for her. Not a normal thing, you can tell. But she's also not, like, 
freaking out about it a lot. So then uh, we cut back to the stairwell where our tabaxi friend and our dwarven friend are hanging out and just staring at each other. And Jaeger goes, we gonna scout this base out or not? And um, we already did, while you were sleeping. You mean you found the base? And scouted it out. Okay, that's a lie. Fuck that guy. Why did you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that we had, sorry. I thought you meant, like, looked at it, and that's what... I was confused. No, I mean, like, uh, develop a plan of attack, and... Oh, no, we haven't done that. <laughs> Arian finally leaves from his room, but uh, unlike normally, he's got his cloak on all the way, not with the hood up, but like his arms are tucked inside of his cloak now. They're like wrapped around the front. Are you just all standing in the hallway? Or why? I just walked out. Now. He's standing in the hallway. The, all right. the other two of them are hanging out on kind of in the stairwell a little bit. The middle door, you just hear a muffled. Why the fuck are my pants? <laughs> oh! Why am I still wearing my knife holster? Goodness, Zara. I stumble, out, I stumble <laughs> out of my room. Oh, who took my pants off? <laughs> Probably you. I guess you're, you're right. drunk. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Sorry. Is the sun always this bright in the morning? As far as I can reckon... Yep. Every single blessed morning right. on the material plane. Pound on Leon's door. Hey, Melon King. Leon doesn't have a door. He doesn't have his own room. Oh, fuck. You and you went to bed. You went to bed before he yeah, went to I'm bed. Sorry. Where's Leon? At? Actually, everyone else went to bed before I went to bed. Yeah. So no one knows I... where I am. You were up on the rooftop. Did he leave again? So, yeah. I don't know. I Who's this Leon character? He's our other party member. Oh. You should know about him. You're from the Order. Well, oh, shit. I mean, I do. Exactly. So. But I wanted to make sure this is the right Leon. Oh, okay. Fuck off, Eli. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shit. Eli won tonight. <laughs> um. <laughs> he won the game of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Being the first person. This is how you do it, kids. <laughs> Uncomfortable. So, uh, the Does Leon... four of you that are standing. Up yeah. in the stairwell, mosey your way downstairs suspiciously because you have no idea where Leon is. You reach the base of the stairs and you see the door to uh, Rosaline's room open and out walks Rosaline, fully dressed, and she walks over to the kitchen and starts preparing breakfast like she did the previous morning, uh, part of the all-inclusive stay. Did you find more melons last night? What the hell is going Sorry, on? Sorry, you didn't see him leave, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> my my uh, question is, Leon, how are you planning on entering the main area of the tavern? Are you going through the door or like out a window and then into the front? <laughs> like, what's your no, plan, okay. sir? Can they see inside of the room? They didn't see you. Okay. Like, <laughs> she just barely opened it a crack out of privacy for you and then closed the door behind herself. And she didn't did it in a way that it wasn't like suspicious, like she's trying to hide something. It's just she's now walked out, closed the door behind her. Do I know what this little kid's name is? What the fuck? The Gager Gager guy? Yes. No, you don't know what Gager's name is. He's a dwarf. Do I even? So I don't even know what he looks like. I just know the. You, don't even know you just there. have heard the voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Leon is just gonna go straight out the door. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. 
uh, straighten his his clothes. So Leon walks out of the the bedroom shortly after Rosaline does, um, <coughs> and <coughs> Zimner chokes on his own spit. Leon recognizes uh, Jaeger's childhood friend. Not really. No, you don't. Um, you have you've not seen this man before in in your life. Um, the description that everyone else has received that you are now receiving is dwarven man with a close cropped mohawk that runs from his forehead all the way back to like the nape of his neck um and he's got a pretty um shorter beard closer to his jaws um than like a typical dwarven man would uh not bearing any sort of visible weapons um and wearing some kind of like lighter armored garment that is reminiscent of one of those that you've seen on the slayers in that were like guarding the uh the keeper's headquarters in or on on mount celestia what are the responses from the other two people who have witnessed um, Leon just enter the room? Because we heard Zimner gag. He choked. Arian keeps his own sexual matters private, and he expects other people to do so as well. So he doesn't and care. That's solid. raises his eyebrows, so that's fair. And it's probably a similar thing from Zara. Yeah, that's fair. So the four of you plus Jaeger mosey on over to a table and sit down. Meanwhile, Rosaline is in the back cooking breakfast. More bacon, uh, because you guys have an unbelievably large amount of bacon now. I will ask Leon, are you going to be back there helping her at all? Yes. That's what I figured. The entire morning. <laughs> the entire morning. You're not going on the scouting run this time? No. Okay. He's cooking. Okay. So... That's interesting. I'm excited to see how this all plays out when you guys end up leaving Swinemouth. So Leon goes back to aid in the cooking. What's the conversation for the rest of you like at the table, or do we want to fast track that? Because we can. I'll pull Zimner aside, like out the front door. Okay. What? It's too bright out here. Can we go back inside? I would rather not. Thank you. Do you you cover me with your cloak? Sure. With which hand? I just take the cloak off. Yeah. It kind of gets stuck on my horns. Give it, take it back. <laughs> oh my There's a reason I don't wear one. Um, will you um, take a look at my hand? I hold out the my left hand, and it's fucking swollen as shit. Holy and purple shit! And all gross. What's going on out here? Can I? Zara stays. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, can I so tell I was like, I want to be left alone with the weird dwarf. <laughs> can I tell that she's about to come out the door? I, well, I mean, I, I don't know that she's mm-hmm. making it obvious, but I don't know that there's really anything that you're able to do, like... Reaction speed. It's, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to reaction speed. speed do anything. Like, she opens the door <laughs> and sees you guys I don't, I don't think on it's the other side. Um, um, Zara, what do you need? Sorry, the dwarf man was just trying to creep me out. I heard that! Sorry! We don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Arian, what did you do? And when did this happen? It happened last night. I I went stone breaking and it's been a while, so... Holy shit. Is that a thing you do at home? Is that why you're called stone breaker? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it just you that does it or are there multiple stone breakers? Mostly just me. That just was you. the main one. How did you develop this? Like, was it a past <laughs> stone breaker? Or did you just, like, I was just start giving... fucking punching a stone? Well, see me? Look at how big I am? Yeah. 
My you see your fucking hand and that yeah. a stone. Out of practice. I see. Well, you should probably not do that. And as I say, not do that. Um, lavender just kind of, lavender like ethereal smoke just pours out of my mouth and runs down your hand. And I'll cast healing word at third level. I will say that you don't have to worry about like regenerating hit points because he's already regenerated it. Um, That's fine. But like he does that, and then magically Arian's hand stitches itself back together. The swelling goes down. Bones crack back together. Yeah, and heal up. (laughs) I'm glad. Don't do it next time. What's the point of stone breaking? It relieves stress, anger, I guess. All right. I understand relieving stress. I feel like. There might be a better way to do that. I'm not usually one to talk. But, you know, breaking your bones is... I'm just thinking about Because you guys could, like, gain insight because it's like... Don't you think that, like, if the technique was bad and, like, it was starting to hurt a little bit, it would have stopped? Yeah, can I... Can now I it's believe fucking... him that, is, <laughs> that he's relieving stress? Yeah, I mean, I think that Eli makes a good point there. An insight check is probably totally fine. Um, Fuck! Yeah, either of you is fine. And uh, Eli, I think this is another one of those things where you kind of set the DC for it. It's an 11. That's a 10. Uh, Yeah, it's he was relieving stress, Mm -hmm. but that isn't the whole story. So what else was going on? So we see, a couple of years prior, a slightly younger, not gauntlet-infused Aryan approaching a military camp. Aryan, you are approaching this camp because your father sent you here because more soldiers were needed. And as the, the chieftain's son and the stonebreaker, you were the best candidate for your tribe to be sent. And you went without question. Was it a was it begrudgingly? Like, are we seeing kind of a, a grimace on on his face as he enters the camp? Very um, much so. We see Aryan grimacing. This big bulking man. This is also before the cloak that Aryan is seen in all the time, where he's he's covered himself. He's wearing more tribal typical garb of a of a Goliath. Aryan approaches this camp. He hails the guards at the front, waves uh, a piece of parchment that's been wrapped up that is like the the inscription notice. Um, And they they recognize it because they've seen these before and just open the gates. Um, And Aryan, you walk into this camp, you see several um, standards flying of the Baxa clan military. And you follow the orders of several higher-ups, drill sergeant-type people who are telling you where you need to go for your first few moments here and you enter into a um a camp a a tent in this campsite where the new recruits are sat down and given gear for them to like to be their uniform to be their weapons that sort of thing to start things off Arian, you enter and the person who is leading you through here directs your attention toward two different sets of armor because 
they do give a little bit of choice to some people based off of what type of fighting style they think that person would have. Um, and the, this, this man has sized you up and down, kind of looked you over and figured that you're probably more of a, a brawler juggernaut style of fighter and is not pegging you for someone who would use some sort of ranged equipment given Baxa clan's history, definitely not a magic user. And so the two types of armor before you are a, and these are both fairly crude looking armors. You can tell that they have been worn by previous soldiers and stripped from their bodies when that soldier died. There is one that is a fairly hefty plate mail. Um, and the other one that is, it is a slightly less sturdy looking armor. It has the same style of like metal gauntletedness of it, but you can tell that it's more of a hodgepodge of different types of armor. Uh, so this would be like half plate mail is what you're seeing. Which one do you pick? Full plate. So you pick the full plate and uh, you, you put it on. It's a little bit tight because you are a big guy, um, but these were like the only two pieces of armor that were of the right style of soldier and in your size. Um, and this man teaches you how to strap it on um, because clearly you've never in interacted with armor like this before and it takes quite some time. And as you are... Uh, seated on a bench fast and I must say this bench is sagging a little bit under your weight plus the weight of the, the full plate armor that is that is seated there you are are seated and being taught how to strap on the greaves um, for your feet and the tent flap is disturbed again and you look up and in walks a half elf man with short dark hair he looks over at you and smiles warmly. He then proceeds to move on through the, the, the process of being given equipment. And you notice that he's kind of stealing glances at you from time to time as you two are, are going through this process. And after you have fully strapped on the armor and learned how to, you know, wear such things, you are stood up and led to a different area of this tent um, away from this half-elf man that continues to kind of glance at you from across the tent um, to a place where you can see um, a set of, of weapons. Um, and this is um, a wide array of weapons. We've got things from like great clubs and axes here to great swords and shorter swords. You are again given the option of like what style of fighting you're wanting here, what weaponry you're using. So you tell me, what is what is Aryan pick? Great sword. Aryan motions towards the greatsword, and the person who is helping guide him through this experience of being a new soldier grabs this massive greatsword and drags it over to him and, and hands it to Aryan. Then he leads you out of the tent and is taking you to a, a another set of tents. And these tents are, you can tell, the the barracks style tents. These this is where all of the new recruits are staying while they're being trained. You enter this tent that you are motioned toward. You enter it, it's completely barren aside from the two simple cots that are in this tent. And the instructor says to you, this is where you'll be staying for the duration of your time at this camp. I suggest that you make yourself comfortable. There will be someone else staying in here with you. We do not care if you do not like that person. Handle it yourself as men. I would advise that you not wear that armor around all the time, but during training and drills, you do need to be wearing it. Okay. It's quite uncomfortable. Uh, then 
take it off. I don't fucking care. And then he turns and leaves. I assume that, Aryan, you sit down and are beginning to doff this armor mm -hmm. as it is uncomfortable and you aren't being required to do anything else yet. Is the floor dirt? Yes, this is a dirt floor. <laughs> the sword's straight in the dirt. <laughs> I love that. And you are unstrapping this armor. You are once again seated on your cot, taking the greaves off, fiddling with the little straps on there. And the tent flap is disturbed again. And in walks the man who was stealing glances at you earlier. And he goes, well, hi, my name's Adir. Sometimes I cannot bear the weight of this world. And that is all as I'd like to share about it. Zara's gonna hug him. He'll hug her back. I like that. It's sweet. With one arm. With one not arm. Not like not the broken. Not with both, because I'm too big. <laughs> um Zara hugs him, I just cross my arms. Already. Yeah. Breakfast is ready! <laughs> so we'll, we'll just skip this whole super long breakfast. scene of everybody eating breakfast Sounds once again. Sounds good to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, breakfast is... It. Breakfast is served. You all eat a nice hearty breakfast similar to the one of the previous morning. Bacon, eggs, a little bit of ham, some flapjack-style breaded stuff. And uh, when we finally catch up with all of you again, it's the five of you, so the four of you plus Jaeger, marching your, your way toward the base. Because... Oh, right. Sorry, I forget. Um, it's the four of you, because Leon is staying back and helping make preparations. Um, and I'm telling this little man that he better not come back. <laughs> Shit. Boy. I should not be seeing you in this in this tavern again. Leon, you know we're friends with him, right? Leon, he sent to you to help us. Well, um, I gotta say, if we get our job done tonight, I won't have to come back. <gasps> okay. Then you best not fail. Shut the door in his face. You're part of the team. It's us fail. Leon, we've got to go. No, at this point, we're he's, shut the he's already shut the door. Face yeah, I, I said we're opening. Like, You're on the team. <laughs> I'm opening the door and going in after him. Can we not draw this out and just fucking leave, please? Yeah, that's kind of my idea there. That's why I was trying to make this. He's just gonna go home. Like, no, he's fucking on the kitchen. He's in the kitchen. He's on the kitchen. <laughs> He's on kitchen duties. That's fine. We don't need kitchen duties. We need our fucking barbarian. Yeah, to do what? You guys want melons? Nope. Okay. That's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> Guess uh, I'll go home now. <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> all right. 
Let's go. <laughs> Joke's on you, this is the one time they would have said, yes, bring in the melons. <laughs> shuts and then uh, we have one of those really fast montage moments where it's just you all in very separate segments cutting through underbrush or yeah searching for clues on your way back to the location you've been the previous morning you know exactly how to get to um, crimes <laughs> and uh, you all arrive at the same location you'd been at the the previous morning and you see the singed hand mark of Arian where he had lightning zapped the tree to like mark for himself like this is where i've been what do you do folks this is now up to the three of you and like jaeger is there and is kind of going to be halfway following orders because this you guys are reclaimers and it's more your area of expertise so he's more following orders than trying to dole them out here all right i don't know what you want i got no fucking clue this time no, I hear noises. Because about the extent of my knowledge. I understand, but if we make noises again, they'll they might know it's us. Yeah, yeah. We gotta do something completely different, but I don't fucking know what to do. We could just cause some sort of distraction or something. Like what about a just polymorphing into a bird? I got an idea. I got an idea. You polymorph Zara into a bird, and I invisibility her. All right. Or, in case. She draws any attention at all. Just make her like a, like a fucking finch. Do finches live here? I don't know. <laughs> Zara, do finches live here? Z Zara, what is a common bird that lives in Baxaclan? <laughs> We're not in Baxaclan, you idiot. <laughs> it's been a long fucking morning. Crash! <laughs> <laughs> Zara, make a survival check with advantage. 17. Zara, after looking back through her extensive knowledge of jungle living, knows that hummingbirds would be a pretty good pick for the recon that you were trying to do. Yeah, we could do hummingbirds. Okay, a hummingbird, but did I, do I know about, do I know hummingbird, like, because Jake knows hummingbird habits and, like, I'm sure have a point, but Zimner? Zimner would probably have seen a hummingbird, if that's what you're asking. All right. The, the hummingbirds that I've seen only come around flowers because they need the nectar. There's no flowers there, so they'd be you like this random-ass hummingbird. DM to use hummingbird. Yeah. So, we're so when the DM says this would be a good bet, that means that it's probably okay. All right, then. I always thought it would be cool to fly backwards. <laughs> Have you flown at all? Have you flown forwards? Oh, from tree to tree, yes. It's not flying. That's like falling with style. Alright, so are you going to make me invisible or make you invisible? I'm to make you invisible. Because I'm going to be shrinking into the bird. What you're turning into the bird? Yes. I thought I was turning into the bird. No, I don't I want to fly backwards. I can be the bird. Nope. No. Absolutely not. Alright. Because you can't turn invisible if we if you get up there. His invisibility spell, if I'm correct, only lasts for a minute. Yeah. You can't turn invisible if you get up there and lose and get we damaged not, at all. We might just not even use the invisibility. But still, I can get out of there easier than you can if something happens that you get hurt. Okay. Are you going to make me invisible or not? Probably not. It won't last very long and I don't want to risk that. Well, it's pretty... Like, my <laughs> speed 
I don't know what my speed is. I have a 50 foot fly speed, so. Still. Not a game. 50 foot fly speed. It's kind of. Zim just saying that. <laughs> Based on, you know, how long, how much we've looked at the bases previously, I don't know how much information you're going to gain in an hour. All right. Just um, you. An hour? That's Do you have long, the invisibility spell? That's how long polymorph lasts, is an hour. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I can gain more information than us looking on the outside of the wall, so. Yeah. I'll be right back. Wish me luck. Don't right. die. Try not to. No promises. All right, I will polymorph myself into a um, smaller hummingbird that is like teal with like a little purple finish on the top of its head, cresting down its back. David, yeah, you have a map. Any map will do. Uh, well, let me look. <laughs> I just sit on Arian's Starts. shoulder. I sit on Arian's shoulder and like. Starts peck peck digging through the. <laughs> His, his satchel he's got next to him. And he, he pulls out a map and he goes, Well, this is where I've, I just was in the Shadowfell. Will that fine. be helpful? That's fine. Hands over the map. Alright, let's go. And I start walking towards the base. With the map open. Like I'm confused. Oh where I'm at. Gosh. two separate things here. First, we're going to have the the flyover. Um, so do you guys want another description of what this base looks like again? Um, no, I just want to know what's in it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, imagine you've got two rectangles that are like next to each other but like one corner is overlapping um, and they're kind of like offset diagonally. That's what this base looks like um, with like a sort of a northern rectangle and a southern rectangle that's a little bit skinnier. Right. Um, you guys are approaching from the west, so like Zimner is flying over the base from the west. Zimner, you see several large tents, like right as soon as you pass over the the wall and 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 into this base. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. The these four tents you can tell are larger than the rest of them and are definitely not like not like living quarters tents. Um, you can tell that a couple of them, and I realize that you're supposed to be using like hummingbird stats, but like you're gonna have the memory of this when you turn back into Zimner yes, form, that's and Zimner's gonna be like, able to understand all of it. So yeah, I'm just thinking about like, yeah. nectar. I'm searching for nectar on the other side of the base. You can tell that there are two kind of guard posts right past the gates. You can tell that the in the, in the very center of the camp there's a very large tent um, that. Cognizant, not Hummingbird Zimner knows is probably the command tent because that's just the way that that's been for most of these bases. Behind the command tent, you've got uh, several rows of other tents for like living spaces. Um, and then in the back corner, which would be the southeast corner of this base, there's a large guard tower that you can see poking up um, higher than this actual wall. And then outside of this base, um, and kind of the indention that is made by the two overlapping overlapping rectangles, there's also two guard towers, which you guys had already witnessed these guard towers um, before. All of the guard towers are, like, almost exactly the same. They're built the same way, about the same height. Um, 
So that is what Zimner is able to see before he finds a flower on the opposite side of the base, like out in the middle of the clearing, and is con- starting to drink some nectar. Um, I'm, okay. I'm gonna, after that, can I see if I can see any like elementals or any? Oh yeah, no, you, you Zimner. For that? No, Zimner, you would have seen anything? you would have seen some elementals um, marching around. No. Okay. Uh, no, no elementals that you haven't seen before is, I guess, how I'm gonna Nothing work. So like, it's off. yeah, it's not like a new elemental because remember the reason you guys are at this base is because they're experimenting with using magic armors to make myrmidons, um, which are elementals trapped in plate mail, and they're using magic plate mail to make more powerful ones. The other two of you is where we're gonna cut to now, uh, and you guys are approaching the base, pretending to be lost. Mm-hmm. Um. Is this it? Uh, Maybe we could tell where we're going by the sun. Does the sun rise in the north? Hey, you! Hold on, sweetie. Let's ask these folks. Hey, you! There's a dude who's standing on top of the wall, like above the gates on top of the wall, shouting down at you. What are you doing here? Excuse me, sir. Is uh, We're a bit lost. Is this the uh, uh, Uclashian... What does that say? Uclashian water park for married couples. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh! Wow. Um. Roll deception! I'll say with advantage because Zara decided to come with you. What'd you get? 22! Oh, you got double his. You fucking Um. idiot! (laughs) I'm a charisma master! No! I'm not entirely sure how you found out how to get here. But I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. The fuck did you just say? How? Oh, uh. Could you point us in the right direction? Yes, please. Honestly, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Do you have any sneaky snacks? We're quite parched <laughs> and hungry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Are you trying to, like, persuade him to come down and out of the base or something? Or? Just throw an apple at me over the wall. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just want some amount of food. Uh. Roll persuasion. Seventeen. <laughs> uh, sure. He like reaches in his pocket and pulls out like a nutrition block that he was carrying and just throws it out. Like think granola bar, but not actual granola bar, and just throws it out of the base. It doesn't go very far. Definitely doesn't land anywhere near your feet. Oh, thank you. Sorry, it's been a long honeymoon. We've been lost quite a lot. Yes. Somebody had got the wrong map. Walk the other way. (laughs) I'm gonna like swat him as we walk. Uh, Four luck points for the both of you for that lovely, (laughs) just (laughs) improv roleplay pit. I come back and then, like this, you see this little, and then just immediately. Oh, that's such a sweet taste. Ah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Um, How was your... Uh, what were you doing? I think I saw somebody coming out of the forest that the flower was really pretty. We got snacks. I did too. <laughs> I did too. I, um, too. <laughs> I did too. I did too. Um, who is some parchment? I need, I need parchment. Uh, no, I was gonna... You say that, or whatever, and uh, you realize that Jaeger's not standing there. Okay, I need some bone with parchment. Does anyone have parchment? I have parchment. Are you sure? That's, no. 
I have this map that Jaeger gave me. <laughs> All right, give it to me. And I flip on the back of it, and I try to draw as, like, to the best of my yeah, recollection. Yeah, the best oh, of your Do I have to roll anything for that to uh, see how accurate that is? Why didn't you just draw this Roll! Because it's, this is permanent. Roll a dexterity history check. The fuck? Okay. So, as you're okay. scribbling on this hang on, map, hang on, hang furiously. On. Hang on, I'll... Well, hold, hold on. You hear some crashing... And then Jaeger falls out of a tree and oh just lands God. right in the middle of the three of you. Fuck. And he looks up and he goes, I have some information. Like fucking what? <laughs> I cover his well, mouth. one, falling from the tree hurts worse than I expected. Yes, I, I could have told you that. Two, and now I'm going to list a whole bunch of information that he gathered while the rest of you didn't gather jack squat about any I... of the um, like troop patterns or anything. Okay. One, there are guards always posted on each guard post and in each guard tower. Um, there are also three guards who patrol around the the wall and the perimeter there at all times. It takes those guards about 20 minutes to round the camp. Ships are every four hours. There are also a couple of dozen soldiers that he's found here um, going about various things. And now I need to know how well that map was because now he could point out what okay. different things on the map are if this is a, a semi-decent. I got a 14. Uh, yeah, I'll say that you're probably able to like drop a fairly decent map. It's not, obviously not a like a, a true map maker's dream. Okay. But um you you are able to Right, yeah. Like we can tell that like this box is a tent and this box is part of the wall and this one okay, is a but like, like not better than you. <laughs> okay, um, but like we weren't completely useless. Like No 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 you weren't totally useless. Like they kind of under they learned a little bit about like the, the they were totally how, useless. No, I'm just hostile. Kidding. Yeah, they yeah, okay. they learned that these people are totally hostile to anybody that they can see, and it didn't t like as soon as those two were within shouting distance, that's when somebody shouted at them. Like a guard saw them and stopped his patrol to yell at them, like stopped and waited for them to get close enough for him to yell yeah. and then yelled at them, and then like you learned the actual layout of the base in a way that like it's easy for Jaeger to now point out what each one of these things are. So Jaeger points at this map that has been drawn and kind of signifies like what each of these boxes represent. So the first two like larger boxes that represent tents, um, one directed directly to the left of like the entrance, um, is the sort of equipment tent, which you guys have seen these before. You've been in them, so you know that like that's what it would be. The one directly to the right of the entrance um, is the mess tent, um, where people go to eat food. Uh, you also know that the large tent in the center is the command tent because that's where like people wearing more fancier garbs went. And there's a tent that's like directly north of that that was definitely higher security. Like there were people who were like standing guard posted there at all times. That is one that he does not totally know what it is and y'all have not seen one of these tents before. And then everything else behind that is um, your, like, residential tents where everybody is staying. With the exception of, like, you could tell there's the two larger ones that go for some of the higher ranking officer officers. But it's pretty clear that the commander who you all know as Isula, the daughter of Varro, she doesn't, like, she lives inside the command tent. Because okay. she doesn't have, like, another tent outside that's larger and separate from everything else. All right. 
So you all have all of all of this information. Um, I'm assuming maybe you go back to the tavern to talk over plan with Leon. Yeah. While they're thinking, uh, let's resolve your after or your morning, I guess is what it is. I don't think I'm gonna have to. I'm not. I'm not gonna make you worry about um, like making constitution checks here. I think that what I'm actually gonna do is uh, I'm gonna give you proficiency in cook's utensils because uh, I think that you with this time you probably learned a thing or two from Roseline, like asked her to teach you some more about what she knew from cooking. So proficiency in cook's utensils. Also, uh, since this is potentially a budding romance, I'm going to have you roll seduction again. And we're, I'm going to have you roll it with advantage because there's, there is a certain someone um, who promised you a certain something when you were on a different plane of existence and asked her on a date. I'm going to dump all my luck points in. <laughs> yes, so that puts me at a 15. So this is kind of a, a bit of a budding romance. Uh, She's a little more interested in you, has enjoyed this, like, pseudo-date where you guys are spending the morning, like, hanging out and stuff. So now everyone has returned to the tavern. I think Jaeger still enters the tavern even though you told him you didn't want him back in there because he realizes that the mission is more important than obeying the wishes of someone who doesn't actually run the tavern. And I think that given the knowledge that all of you have of, you know, magical scrying sensors that are in place in this town, you have retreated to one of the... This is all six of you, Rosaline included. Um, you've retreated to one of the, the bedrooms upstairs to have a discussion. Well, I'll tell you right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know how this might help you all, but I'm really good at punching shit. Like, we'll definitely use really good at punching shit. Like... Punch through a wall, or...? Well, yeah. Like, really good at punching shit. We could just punch through a wall. Let's not. Okay. Let's not punch through How many things can you punch by yourself? I think... I've got two fists! But, like, rapid succession. Like, how, how many punches can you get in before you're tired and you can't punch anymore? A lot! Um, I think, despite... Just send him into the base himself. <laughs> Leon, I don't think that's the best option. Well, he's think, very confident. I think we might need a little bit more stealth this time. Okay, what do you mean by you're really good at punching stuff? Don't you have like divine us. energy and like punch something. Punch that chair right there. I don't think that Rosaline would like that much. Uh, give me a moment. And he clambers out of the window and drops to the ground outside. What the hell? Walks up to the trees nearby. And just levels one. And then uh, he turns around, looks back up at the window that all of you were looking at, and he goes, like that! So do you just Leon punch shit? You don't even have a weapon? Pulls the curtain over. Uh, I've got these, and you see, like, brass knuckles on his, right. on his fists.
Hi there, everybody. It's me again, your Dungeon Master, JJ Odin, here with another set of ad break stuff for all of you. Um, so we'll just jump right into it this week so you can get right back into the action. Um, first off, we want to talk about um, our friends over at Dice Foundry. Uh, we've talked about them before and we'll keep talking about them. We would love it if you'd go check out their shop on Etsy, see what dice they have if you're kind of a dice goblin like myself or one of those legendary dice dragons who likes to have just hordes of dice. Um, right now they are promoting the new Venomous Fang dice set. Uh, these are handcrafted dice with a beautiful design of venom green streaks inside a crystalline mold. You can find their shop at etsy.com shop slash dice foundry question mark ref equal sign seller dash platform dash mc nav or on instagram at dice foundry you can also follow us on social media uh, we are at roll four dot initiative um, that is roll the number four dot initiative on instagram and on twitter we are at roll four tweets that is roll the number four tweets um, speaking of Twitter, if you tweet about us using the hashtag Roll4Tweets, um, you will have a chance of getting a character on the show, uh, like Jaeger, uh, who was Matt Jaeger from Twitter. Um, if you tweet at us, it's possible it'll be a little while before you end up getting a character. We're kind of reaching the end of an arc, which means there's not as many NPCs that are new. But uh, there will be a new arc starting soon, which means more new NPCs available for names. Um, I just want to take a moment here and thank all of you so much for listening to us. It really does mean a lot. Um, even just the listening helps. Uh, if you like us, uh, there's a couple of things you can do to help us grow and to kind of support us. Uh, the first thing is to rate us five stars on whatever platform you're listening on, whether the, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or whatever it is. Um, and the other thing that you can do is tell your friends. Tell some people that you think might like listening to something like this. Um, I think I've said it before, but we're we're not very far into this uh, podcast yet. So people who like being current listeners to podcast to, to podcasts won't have to listen to hundreds of hours of audio in order to catch up. You've only got to listen to a dozen hours or so in order to catch up to everything. So right now is a great time um, to start out. And like like I've said we're a super small show right now, and we're totally fine with that, but we would love to keep growing and anything that you can do to help us grow, whether that's rating us five stars, telling others, or just continuing to be a regular listener yourself is something that will help us grow and is very much appreciated by us. Um, our next episode should be up in one week on August 7th, and uh, that's all I've got for today, so hopefully I'll talk to you then. Jaeger re-enters the building, um, or in, in, re-enters the room from the like the front yeah, door because yeah. he didn't climb yes. back up the the window or whatever. And he goes, "I know y'all were uh, were talking earlier about stealthing it in. 
Um, I think you underestimate my survivability. If you want, I could draw some attention in a different location and maybe help you sneak in. So do we think that would work? Jaeger, how survivable are you speaking of? How survivable <laughs> are you talking? Remember how I talked about coming off the Shadowfell? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, remember how I talked about killing Shadow Dragons? Yeah, you said Yeah, that, that was just me. All right. So, so do you even right. need us to take over the base? Yes, he does, because he's just one, one dude. I also oh, I'm here to help. He just killed a dragon by himself, so... A shadow dragon. It's a dragon. I also want the experience points. <laughs> <laughs> you you guys you understand if he does all the work we don't get to level up no, no, no. <laughs> so we need to just do this okay <laughs> how about so he can go we'll just follow the so it's, it's just an, it's an experience it's an educational all right no so we climb up and then how far in was the command set from the wall I know um, it's in the center, but like... Are you meaning like in terms of rough footage? Oh, God. Yeah. No one has passed without a trace. That spell is so fucking good. No, I Yeah, that would be great right now. I can't right get now. it. Um, I can't get it. From kind of your memory, you're guesstimating that it's maybe 100 to 200 feet. Mm -hmm. um, from like the front gate is where that command tent is. And it's like, if you were to go in from the front gate, it is a straight shot to that tent across like an open clearing. But the... What's the closest wall to it? Um, the closest wall would be next to a guard tower, um, and that would be closer to maybe like 20 or 30 feet if you were to climb that wall, but you also have a guard tower that you've got to deal with there. All right. How how quickly can we take down one guard or a guard tower? Was, was there more than one guard? Yes, was Mr. there more Ian, than one guard per guard tower? <laughs> can we take there was down a guard? one guard per guard tower. Um, and these guard towers were 15 to 20 feet high, is, was kind of the, the guesstimate that you guys uh -huh. had gotten. And they're so... built onto the wall? No, these guard towers, the, the two on the outside of the base, are built literally outside the base. They are towers outside the, okay. the base. Okay, and then... Kind of semi-skeleton looking towers, like logs built up. It's You can see through the base of the tower. There's a ladder right. that leads right. up to the Didn't top sort of Zara thing. just shoot them? Probably. Yeah, I kill them immediately. She does have a point, though. She could kill them. Or yeah. could shoot them. Yeah, you could shoot them, but they might not fucking kill them. You might just set off an alarm. But yes. if Jaeger's setting off a bigger alarm, give him, like, two minutes, and then we, <laughs> we strike. How do we want to deal with the guard? I can... Do an invisibility, everyone? I can invisibility Zara. She can climb up. No, do you have any melee strengths, Zara? Are you, are you good can with, you like, fight? melee weapons? Close quarters. Yes. I will say that yes, she can, but she's definitely better at. I know she's better at range. Frick, I don't remember exactly where we were at. We're at the tavern planning. Right, you're still yeah, planning. You're figuring out what you're gonna do for the guard tower. Distraction. Yeah. Oh, guard tower. I think distraction. Because well, you, you've kind of settled on distraction on the opposite side of the base. The and how are you taking up the guard tower? Longest point between two towers. Um, from the map. The longest point between, between two towers. Between two guard towers? So you're talking like to not have to deal with guard towers whatsoever? Yeah, just go in the middle of them. And, um, but that's still in, in a relatively close location to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the northwest corner of the base, there's not a guard tower, and that's the farthest point from all guard towers. Um, 
hopping the wall there, you would have to deal with like two small guard posts that are near the gate, but you're still probably a hundred feet away. Okay. And if those guard posts are not paying attention to you, like that would be a thing where you could use stealth. And then you also would be running, like you could run behind the equipment tent and then the other tent that you guys don't know exactly what it is yet. And then like from like that area, you could head straight south to the command tent. And okay. that would, like that would be- You want to okay. use as much as, the least amount of magical resources possible. Bingo. So no problem there. Thank you again. Yeah. So, so I can no make magic. all of us. I can make all of us invisible. It would. Part of it would burn some. You. It would expend some energy that but, I would rather not. I can teleport myself. Uh, Zara can climb up there, but then she's by herself. If don't teleport yourself. You know, I'm not going to teleport myself, but I like, was like, you teleporting yourself like up to the wall is the same like magical usage of you just making all of us invisible. True. So I think you should make everybody invisible. If you're planning to do something. If you're planning like that. to burn right. that slot anyway. Again, we also kind of addressed this earlier. Zara has a climb speed, and y'all have a rope that can well, easily yeah, 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 reach yeah, the yeah. whole length. I'm of just the saying wall. we'll be invisible the entire time while we're in there. Yes, but if she gets into trouble up there and has to fight, she won't be invisible anymore. We're not going to be very far behind her. Okay. I'm just making sure. Leon, do you have anything to add? No. We'll throw a melon at them. Not, not worth my time. All right. When do we want to do this? Do we want to wait? Let's or do it do we now. Nightfall or... Nightfall and kind nightfall. of stealth. How long? What time is it? Um, it is like shortly after lunchtime. Um, you guys spent the kind of the morning scouting stuff out. You're now like you ate lunch, and now you're hanging out in one of the rooms, kind of chatting. If we if we um, rest right now, if forward. I just take a big nap, I can be at the top of my game. That'll when, we've got time for that. We actually. do have time for that actually. He does have time for a long rest. Go mm -hmm. the fuck to bed. All right, go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> have um, you guys read that book? It's um, so funny. Y'all um, want my help? Cause I'd be willing to help. I don't like these guys. Uh, I don't know if you're necessarily equipped for this. We could always use your help. Hey, Leon. Do you want her dead? You want your cuddle buddy to be dead on the floor of the armory? No. She doesn't have to come with us to help. What else can she do? What else can you do? Well, can you make magic food that empowers us? No. Do you have any well. drugs? Useless! No, but I do run a tavern, and some of them do show up here from time to time. That is true. Like a specialty night. How soon can you get word out to them that there's a discounted price? I mean, I could I could get started putting that sort of signage and stuff together now if that's what y'all want. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do that. I'll take a nap. Anyone else want to do shit? The five who are actually making the trek to this, to this base, the five of you uh, approach the base from, well, from the west originally, but at one point you kind of split off and go separate directions because kind of the idea is Jaeger causes a distraction on the opposite side of the base while you guys are 
sneaking in. So you guys reach the north side of the base. You're right at the edge of the clearing, which again, it's a couple hundred yards to the base. I think that probably the plan is that you kind of were waiting for Jaeger's signal to let you know, or at least for a, to hear enough the commotion. Until right. we hear the commotion. Yeah, like until we hear there. commotion. I can then we walk up there. All right. With our uh, visibilities. Change of plans. Something I, yes, last for an hour, something I kind of didn't tell you. I can only make three people invisible. So you three are going invisible. I'm the stealthiest fucker in this group. So I am going to remain visible. So the plan is Zimner is going to stealth boy himself while the rest of you are in visible. Yep. Okay. So you guys are kind of waiting on the edge of the clearing. Are you waiting for, to like hear the distraction from the base before even approaching, or are you no, going no, to approach the base? Approach the base and then go whop over as, as soon, soon as you hear the, the distraction. Yeah. Okay. I'm just expecting so, logs to go like flying <laughs> everywhere from this dude just. <laughs> um. Until we hear. All right, let's go. <laughs> His zippity voice. Um, so you all start approaching. Um, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to make there be some stealth checks here, just because like the distraction hasn't happened yet. So there is like there are guards that are still on patrol around the base. Um, I'm gonna need stealth checks from everyone, but there's gonna be an advantage from all those that are invisible. Yep. So um, you three have advantage. That's. Hmm, that's rough. Um, Hairball! No, I'm just It's five. Thirteen. Doesn't matter if it's a natural one. It was a two. Oh, thank God. <laughs> see. Shit. I also got a two and a natural one, which gives advantage, giving me a two... With my minus one, giving me a Gives one. Gives him a one modifier. Dude. You guys are fucking horrible. Like, my life is bad. I have plus six. At this point, I don't even think Leon tried. <laughs> yeah, no. He, he started running at the base immediately and just, just made unbelievably loud noises that he didn't need to be making. Um, Arian, what'd you get? Natural fucking 20. Oh, right. I remember that. Um, the what? So one? there is a guard that's passing by on the wall as you all are approaching the base, um, and there's a slight jingle that he's able to hear, um, and a few loud crunches no, that he's hearing as well. I have greater invisibility on right now. Um, if he gets a natural one, Zimner, I need you to make your <laughs> stealth check now. All right, that's better. And uh, that's sixteen. So this guard, after hearing these noises, starts to peer out into the darkness. And he's he's watching for a while. And I think probably what happens is all of you just quit moving because there's like a dude looking light. directly in your in your general vicinity. So my, uh, um, my eyes are gonna go black just so that he doesn't see the yellow. That's fair. And as this man is peering out like into the darkness in y'all in the direction of y'all you hear a loud crack from the opposite side of the base and the man's attention whirls around. Um, and then shortly after that, you just see like the guard tower that's in the back corner of that base. You just see it like crumple. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Son. And, and this guard that was like standing on that section of the wall, you can kind of hear a muffled, Oh shit. And then he just takes off sprinting down the wall, like around the base, to try and get over in that general That's direction. 
So there's no guard um, in the guard tower. So there's no, there is now no guard on this wall of the base that you guys are going to have to deal with. Zara, you're up. Zara um, sprints, like literally sprints up the wall. Um, and then she whips around and drops this rope and like ties it around a... Uh, um, around one of those like spikes on the wall that's sticking mm-hmm. up essentially, so it's uh-huh. like it's anchored on there, and she's not like holding you all as you're trying like to climb up. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So now I'm gonna need. That's the rope of climbing, right? We have a rope of climbing. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yes. Yeah, do you have one. Oh, right, 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 right. So that what does that remind me? What that does for you? Doesn't that's it a, just like latch on. on. Um, let me look. Rope of climbing. So like it creates knots so that you guys okay. are able to climb up better. So then all of you who are making the the climbing checks it's, to get up advantage. have advantage. Yeah. Um. So that's what that is. So. How tall is the wall? What? Ten foot. Yeah. It's it's not. Okay. It's so stupid high up. You've got way more rope. Well, than I'm gonna cast there. mage armor for the day. There you go. <laughs> so then yeah. Arian just flies himself up. Oh, that drops my invisibility falls. though. Yep. It does. That's fine. I'll get fucked. I'm ready to fucking so rock and roll. Arian's up on the wall. <laughs> Um, I'll need uh, athletics checks from the other two of you. And you have advantage on this check. Oh, that's wonderful. That's awesome. That's 19. A 9. Okay. So, uh, 19, Zimner, uh, a well-trained acrobat and circus performer, performer, just grabs it and it's almost like he's repelling but up the the wall like he's grabbing mm-hmm. it and just running up the wall and hand over hand can as do, he's going can up I do and a then hand gets spring over. on the on the bastion and just flip over and land on my feet can you make an acrobatics check bud God, fucking damn it <laughs> six luck points thank for, you for doing is, the extra random thank you that is a 24. Um, it's a 24. And yeah. you fail. Yeah, you're totally <laughs> fine. Like, Flip over it. Fancy how many luck points? Um, what? Six. Six. That's wonderful. Um, Leon, you start climbing up, and you're you're slipping a little bit, but you you manage to hang on. You don't fall the way down. Make another check for me. A 14. That's good enough. So you make it the rest of the way up. Heave yourself up and over the wall. And I'm assuming one of you, don't care who, grabs the rope and gets it the, like... Yeah, stows it somewhere because you're not it wanting. It coils itself up. For yeah, storage. So. Yeah, so Zimner, as soon as as soon as Leon is up the rope, I'm Zimner, still... yeah, whistles and it coils itself up and just attaches itself to his to his side. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's go. And then, All right, let's go. You guys sprint down. There's a set of stairs like right there. Kind of okay. coincidental that it worked out the way it did. But there's a set of stairs down the wall right there, so that you guys are actually like right behind the One tent. Um, two tent, the right? equipment tent. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so at this point, I am going to need a, another stealth check um, from everyone. Again, if you are, um, you have the advantage if you are okay. invisible still, which I think is Zara uh, and, Zara and Leon. Leon. So this was because one of the guards that's still in that guard post kind of facing that direction is still there, but he's not really paying attention in that area, and All it's right. dark there, so he's... He's not rolling supremely high, just as is. Neither am I. Shit. Give me numbers, folks. 24. 16. 25? 8! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this dude doesn't notice the invisible folks and doesn't notice Zimner, who kind of like stealthily runs down. Orion, who's nearly 10 feet tall and... Cloaked. Cloaked? Always cloaked. Right, yeah. So the big cloaked figure Dark blue comes though. crashing down the stairs. Not exactly quietly, but it's not like you're trying to be loud or not caring about um, how you're doing. 
Um, this man <laughs> turns to see this um, this like shadow that is moving across there. I think that what we're gonna do here is a deception check. I want to roll at him. I want to yell at him. Okay. Do I know that he notices me? Um, yeah, I think you're able to tell. There's an attack. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so roll deception on that. Oh. Oh, natural twenty. What did I roll? Deception. Yep. Sixteen. He rolled a two. He hears that and goes. I'm on it, and he just leaves his guard post and starts <laughs> sprinting toward the where the guard the guard tower inside the base had totally collapsed. Um, so now you guys have options. There's co- there's equipment tent directly in front of you. There is a tent that y'all have no idea what is inside of it there, and there's also a command tent. Where are we going command right now? Command tent. Just straight command for command tent. tent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say that just given like the craziness of the base and the fact that. People aren't really looking for threats in the very center of the base because there's um, just threat on the other side. I'm chugging my magic potion. Um, gotcha. I want to, yep. on the way, can I uh, down a potion of fire giant strength? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know what it does. I can't remember. Uh, I didn't strength of 23. I think it's to a strength of 23. Yeah, I think it's strength of 23. So as you all are like sprinting behind these other tents to kind of give yourself a little bit of discreetness from you know whatever's happening, um, and making your way toward the command tent, um, you see at one point, kind of when you're running and you can see through the gap of the equipment and unknown tent, um, you can see kind of in that back corner of the base just this massive spew of rock as an earth elemental has been just obliterated and sent sky high. Um, and then, as you round the corner around this unknown tent and see the, the command tent and its entrance directly before you, um, and continue to sprint that direction, you witness the body of a cultist come flying through the air and slam onto the ground next to you. This man, very bloodied, face totally caved in, and not at all moving whatsoever. And then, you burst through this tent flap and into the command tent. Make some perception checks, folks. It's a 12. That's a 5. 20 with mods. 24. Then my light is 6. You see that this first room that you've entered appears to be some kind of a meeting room. It smells clean, um, like someone has, like, kind of fairly regularly cleans this place. It's very tidy and organized. You can see several rows of chairs facing a lectern at the front of the room. And you can also tell behind this lectern there's another tent flap that like signifies a second room deeper into this tent. Um, standing behind the lectern, you see a woman put up on her cloak, wand at the ready, and standing next to her is something the likes of which none of you have seen before. This creature, or rather elemental, is wearing full plate mail, but there's some emblem emblazoned on it. Presently, the emblem glows with the shape of a lightning bolt. Inside this suit of armor, you see what appears to be an air elemental, but this one seems more humanoid in shape. It's smaller than the air elemental that you all have fought before, but it has arms and legs and a head more like a human all encased in this magical armor that is around it. Held in its hand is a flail. The woman looks at all of you and goes, 
Well, you don't belong here. Thank you.